In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the Holy Great Fast, and the Church actually is sending a message to all of us through the parable of the prodigal son, especially the theme of the Great Fast is repentance. So, the message is return, return to your father's bosom. Many times we are scared to return because Satan gives us a distorted image about God, that God doesn't like us because of our sins, that God will not accept us, that God will be harsh with us. But let us actually reflect a little bit about the character of God. As you know, in the prodigal son parable, the father represents God. So let's reflect about his attributes according to this parable. The first thing actually we read, and when he, the son, the younger son, was still a great way off, his father saw him. How the father was able to see him while he was still a great way off. Because the father was waiting for the return of his son. Every day from the morning to the night, he's standing outside looking at the road to search for his son when he will return back. God is waiting for your return. God wants you to return back to him. He is looking forward to this moment. Return because the Father, your Heavenly Father, is waiting for you. He said to us in the book of Revelation, I'm standing at the door and knocking. If you open to me, I will come in. God is standing at the door of your heart and he is knocking at the door of your heart. He is waiting for your return. Open the door of your heart to the Lord. He is standing outside. He wants to come in and dwell in your heart. Once he saw him, he had compassion. That is the second characteristic. Number one, he is waiting for you. Number two, he had compassion. He had compassion because he knows the weakness of humanity. He has compassion because he loved us. Do you want to know how much God loved us? He died on the cross. He shed his own blood in order to save us. Don't be worried. The Father will accept you. The Father has his arm widely open to accept you. The son on the cross, he stretched his hand. So every time we see him on the cross with his hand stretched like this, he is welcoming us. He said, come back to me, return to my bosom. I am waiting for you. God is love and the whole heaven, the Holy Trinity, the heavenly rags, the martyrs, the saints, all the heavenly rejoice with the return of one lost sheep. 
Return because the Father loves you. Return because the Father has compassion on you. He died on the cross because he loves you. Then after he saw him and he had compassion, he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. He didn't actually rebuke him. He didn't say a word of rebuke. Or he, he didn't talk to him or blamed him for taking his money and wasting his money. He actually is waiting for your return and he will not blame you. He is waiting in order actually to wash your sins and cleanse you and make you pure again. In Isaiah chapter 1, the Lord actually is begging us to return to him. He said, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes, cease to do evil. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So God, waiting for your return in order to wash you from your sins. And you notice here that the father was not disgusting from his son. He did not say to his son, go wash first, put on the robe, and then I can embrace you and hug you and kiss you. No, he kissed him while the son just arrived from the far country. He took him in his bosom and he embraced him and he kissed him and was happy that his son returned safely. And the son, he prepared a confession to say it to his father. He prepared to say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son, but make me as one of your hired servants. But if you notice, the father did not allow the son to complete the sentence, to complete the confession. He knows how hard it is for the son to come broken. He knows how hard it is for the son to come embarrassed and ashamed. That's why he doesn't want to ashamed him more. That's why he stopped him. He told him, don't say anything more. I am happy that you return. Past is past. We are not here to speak about the past. But I am happy that you are back home. You are back in your house. And he immediately actually gave many instruction. Bring out the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand, sandals on his feet, bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us be merry. Today is a day of joy. And he ordered four things. Number one, to put on him the best robe. It is the robe of purity. It is the robe of righteousness. We cannot justify ourselves. We cannot 
make ourselves righteous. But when we return to him, he will give us his righteousness as a free gift. He will wash us from our sins and he will give us his righteousness. Then the ring. The ring is a sign of a strong bond, a strong relationship. He actually restored him to his place as the son, son of the father, eligible for inheritance. That's why he put ring. And the sandals in his feet, sandals is the word of God, the commandment that will protect my feet from getting dirty or getting injured or getting wounded. So the commandments of God for our protection. And then he gave him the fatted calf, which is his body and his blood on the altar to be united with him, to abide in him, and he abides in us. So return, return to the Father, because the Father is waiting for you. Return to the Father because the Father loves you. He will not embarrass you. He will not ashamed you. Rather, he will embrace you and he will restore you to your sonship. He will restore your righteousness because it is his righteousness and will give it to you as free. He will actually protect you with his commandments, with the word of God, and he will make you participate in this table, the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ to abide in him. Satan actually will make you fall in despair, but reflect on the attributes of your heavenly father and this actually will encourage you to return back to him. Our relationship with God can be a relationship of son and father or a relationship of bridegroom and bride. In Hosea chapter 2 verse 7, we see this bride that actually forsook her husband and went a far country. She decided to return back and she said, I will go and return to my first husband, for then it was better for me than now. So when we return back to God, it is better for us. Satan tried to tell us that in the far country you will have fun, you will have joy, you will have pleasure. But all these are deceptions from Satan. It is only with God to have a better life. I have come to give them life and to give it to them abundantly. Return back to God as St. Augustine returned back, as Mary of Egypt returned back, as St. Paul returned back. The Lord did not come to judge the world, but rather to save to the world. So the message of today is return back to God. He is waiting for you. And whether we are biological parents or spiritual fathers, we should actually follow the footsteps of God when a person returns back, we should not ashamed this person. We should not embarrass this person. We should show him the love, the love of God, 
that all of us we don't deserve but because of his love and the multitude of his mercies God actually covered us with his love and his righteousness. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.